Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Well, yeah, yeah. There, there's that that separates, though. Right. And then we get into the debate because there are these people out there that are attacking people that are in it for the right reasons. But yet they will have a merch store and they're getting monetized. Oh, yeah. It's Friday, ladies and gentlemen. That means it's time for talk at the tavern. Yes. Uh, for this week and uh, the next few weeks until October, Catalyst Jones is going to be hosting talk at the tavern uh, i'm taking a little hiatus working on some other things but the tavern will remain going on thanks to catalyst jones from the white rabbit podcast so make sure you go give him a five-star rating and review like and uh follow his his, his podcast uh puts out a lot of good uh truth bombs uh and again thank you catalyst for uh for filling in and uh doing that you also will get cunt okay cunt is not going away but M3E, the Wednesday show, is uh, going on hiatus and will be back in October, ready to go for Paranormal Month, okay? So you will still get your weekly dose of the Conspiracy Underground and your your, your tavern. There just won't be any Wednesday episodes posting for uh, about a month, maybe a little bit more. So, again, we'll be back in October. Now, let's get Pure Pet Wellness out of the way. You know, you got dogs, cats, bunnies, snakes, birds, whatever. I don't know. They get ouchies and pains and joint pains, anxiety. PurePetWellness.com. Ghost at checkout, 20% off. Okay? PurePetWellness.com. Ghost at checkout gets you 20% off your entire order. Let's get into that clean bum bum conspiracy-themed soap. We got some new things coming down the pike here in the future. And uh, go get a four-pack. That's your best bundle for uh, for your dollar and uh, or just buy one bar. So uh, that is DangerousWorldPodcast.com. DangerousWorldPodcast.com for your conspiracy soap. Also, Patreon.com forward slash MyThirdEyePodcast. Three, five, and $10 tier. $5 gets you the best bang for your buck. Please support. Go uh, go like My Third Eye Podcast Official on Instagram and uh 
you know, if you want to be a guest here in October and get some paranormal stuff, hit up my third eye podcast booking at gmail.com and we'll get you on the show. Other than that, I got to thank Catalyst again. And I'm out. You enjoy the tavern and enjoy your weekend. What is up, conspiracy junkies? If you've fallen down the rabbit hole of captivating conspiracies and can't get enough of the White Rabbit Podcast, I got you covered. In introducing WhiteRabbitPodcast.com, your ultimate destination for all things that let you proudly show off your conspiracy-loving side. From shirts that spark conversations to mugs that fuel your late-night listening sessions, I've designed a range of gear that's perfect for embracing your inner conspiracy enthusiast. Imagine this, you're rocking a white rabbit jacket, sipping your favorite drink, no judgment here, from a mug that speaks to your fascination with hidden truths, or even a t-shirt that identifies you as a proud conspiracy junkie. It's more than merch, it's a statement. And here's the best part, every purchase you make directly supports the White Rabbit Podcast. You become a vital part of this journey, ensuring that these mind-bending episodes keep coming your way. Whether you're decoding government secrets, diving into cryptid phenomena, or pondering the shape of our earth, whiterabbitpodcast.com has the gear that lets you wear your favorite theories loud and proud. So don't just be a listener. Become a walking meme and make heads turn with your I don't give a f*** style. Visit whiterabbitpodcast.com today. Explore all the captivating collection and gear up to show the world that you're a true conspiracy junkie. Thanks for being a part of our conspiracy community. And remember, keep digging down those rabbit holes. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. And there's not another human in the room. There's got to be something like deep inside of us that's like something's not right. Something's not right. You know what I mean? And we just suppress it because it's it's normal for us logically but I feel like, you know, like the, the animal versions of ourselves are are fighting against it at some point. That's intense. But you're right. You're right. It's like it's an instinctual thing to feel like it's not that normal, way. right? It would, yeah. yeah, bro. Like, why would we just be standing like like talking to a wall for fucking four hours? You know, your body probably thinks you're going fucking crazy sometimes. And the only other people who do it are people on the street corners. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people do it now with, like, the, the Bluetooth and shit in their ear. But, I mean, they look crazy, but it's not just about looking. Like, I, I like again, like, deep down, your body's like, this motherfucker's going crazy. You know what I mean? He's just <laughs> talking. <laughs> I did feel that way, too. I was like, <clears throat> yeah. And, and then not only that, but when do you talk straight for 45 minutes alone? It, like, never. So, you're right. It is a trip. Solo podcasts are tough. And I commend anybody like Tim Dillon or, or any of the like comedians that do like an hour and a half of it, mm-hmm. and and they're actually good, like really really good, and that they, they'll make you laugh. And I bro, those Gordo, guys. Gordo will sit there and talk about like the darkest shit for like three and a fucking half hours straight, <laughs> and it's entertaining as shit by himself. I don't know how he does it. He was he was my intro to podcasts, period, of any kind. Oh really? Gordo. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Drew Gordo is uh, those conspiracy guys. And I would say in Ireland, he is probably the Alex Jones of Ireland. And Tim Dillon. He's like the Alex Jones and Tim Dillon combined of Ireland. Yeah. I need to listen to this guy because both those guys I love. Like, that sounds would, legit. Has he got a big yeah. Irish accent, too? Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. <laughs> okay. That's great. Yeah. He, 
He is great. He was, man, he's, him and I have been like hit and miss. He's been supposed to come on the show for over a year now. And, it, and then right. he was just on Sean's show on Con Men podcast. And I was like, that motherfucker. <laughs> I did a show with him in February and he still hasn't aired it yet. Oh, really? Yeah. Me and oh, Juan. Okay. Me and Juan did it. Oh, oh, then it must be really fucking good. Why is why do you say that? <laughs> well, well, I like anything that Juan does is like oh yeah yeah like <laughs> super fucking interesting. It was uh, before we even did any of this like homunculus shit too, so it was all about the chosen Juan comic and just other like non homunculi stuff. Yeah, man, it made me think right because when I was at my old job, I won't say the name of it on here, but. I was working for this company and the owner of the company, she was a lesbian and she um, had, I don't know how they did it, but her wife's respect, respect. <laughs> her wife somehow's genes were put into her egg as well as sperm from like genes that they picked out and everything. And I'm like, and, and her daughter, like by the time I left, she was like maybe five years old and I was just like, oh, man, like she's so mean and evil <laughs> to me. <laughs> and then when I listened to that fucking humunculus shit, I'm like, that's what she is. I was like, <laughs> that is exactly what she is. Because Pass her expiration like, date. Yeah, because they go through a time where they're like incubated, like not inside of the mother or not inside of anybody. Right. And then that's when you can pick genes that you want. Like, oh, I want blue eyes. I want this, that and the other. And fucking who knows what else they're fucking doing to that DNA. Who's I mean, doing I, I also, that? You guys know? Well, it was like, uh, well, the homunculus stuff, it were like the alchemists. And I don't even know, man. Like, I'm not even convinced it's legit. Not that it's it's fake or anything, but the, I don't know if it was coded. Like they, were, like, they were never actually talking about real little people. And maybe they were talking about mushrooms or maybe they were talking about uh, fucking, you know, poison gas or or something crazy that we just don't know about. Yeah, yeah, it could be. You mean like just something that's like within an, another dimension or different reality that you're tapping into, not necessarily a physical being. Well, I I'm way more skeptical than I think most people assume that I am, just because I'm like deep into conspiracies, but I'm also very much into like the physical explanations more so than anything. So I think that the homunculi was, it was part coded message of like actual physical things that they were doing. But I think it was also like this philosophical thing because you got these, all these dudes that have convinced themselves that like they're superior, right? Like they're enlightened. They know everything about everything and they still can't figure out like, but I need progeny, right? And I don't want to have to go and mate with like some dumb commoner woman that doesn't even know how to read because literally they didn't know how to read at that point. So they were like, you what if I could just make my own son without like that fucking pesky woman that like being necessary? And that was where it started. They were like, okay, maybe I can take this glass, you know, like vestibule and that can be the womb. And all I got to do is just jerk off into this thing. And, and like, they were just, <laughs> They would put weird shit in there, right? They would put like fucking magnesium and they'd put like fucking cow shit and flesh of various animals thinking that uh, at some point that the putrefaction would create like a, a human being or some sort of living creature. So that's where it's like, 
I'm sure people were doing it for real, but I don't know how many of the people attributed to, you know, coming up with the concept of homunculi actually thought they were going to create something or if it was like they were explaining the rules of, you know, like it was like a theological thing. I don't know, man. I think you're giving them a lot less credit because there was a big occultic uh, backing to everything that they were doing. So it wasn't just like throwing shit on the wall and seeing what sticks. (laughs) I understand that, but that's also, it's like the ones at the top that understood all of that esoteric knowledge. Right. But that shit trickles down. So then you've got people that are just like, the local doctor slash shaman slash drunkard, right? I mean, and then they're the ones that are actually just jerking off into a pile of shit and then thinking that they're going to have like a buddy that's going to help them out in the morning to clean up or something. Cause I, I, cause that's how the esoteric exoteric works, right? Like some dudes understand and then it trickles down to people that take it at face value. And those are the ones that give it the bad name later on. Yes. So with that being said, <laughs> We have uh, we've been recording for about seven minutes and uh, yeah, Ghost, I know this is your show and you kindly let me take it over for you this Friday while you get to hang out and do some fun things. So I appreciate you letting me do that. Um, You know, I know you don't like to get black belt uh, right out of the gate, but, you know, you asked me to fucking do this. So what the fuck did you expect, brother? So we go black belt right fucking away. But with that being said, um, we do have more people coming in. But right now uh, we got Paranoid American in the building and we have Drew Logan from Drewcast. What is up, guys? Come on. What up? Dude, you just blew my mind right there, though. Seriously, like all that, like I like. I didn't. I wasn't expecting that because I'm like a, a white belt with one stripe with what he's talking about. That was some serious <laughs> black belt stuff. That was intense. I, know, I was looking at you. I was yeah, like, and it's all right here in the homunculus <laughs> owner's manual, and it Dang. breaks it all down step by step. It's got dates, names, locations, everything, bro. Everything That's you could ever wonder about. There's there's your homeboy right there, Crowley, because yep. he wrote about the homunculus and the moonchild. He was one of the only people that actually thought that you could create a homunculus out of the female womb like a fetus up until the first trimester i think he thought was an empty shell that had no soul so if you found a woman that you could impregnate through astrological you know favored times that once the fetus started to form you could invoke a demon and put the demon inside the fetus before the fetus had a chance to bind with a soul with like the silver cord or however you want to describe it. But yeah, that's, that's the concept of the Crowleyan moonchild homunculus. Isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah. Yeah, That's crazy, dude. That's super crazy. I'm over here thinking we were talking about seed banking. You said something about somebody you worked with doing it with their uh, kid, right? Mm -hmm. Did you guys ever hear of that one uh, doctor, sperm doctor who like impregnated a whole town (laughs) with his semen? Did you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like everybody like there, started- would go in the check out, like you know, oh, give me you know B eight, and they'd hit the little thing. But he had just like filled all the vials with his own, right? <laughs> yeah, and, and they they found out like there was like hundreds of people related to each other through this one doctor, and like they dated each other. I think some actually got married, and they ha- and then yeah, and then they found out, and they're like, holy crap, we're brother and sister. Oh man, I knew, they had a comedy. I knew they had a comedy about that, but I didn't know that that was something that really ha- happened. Yeah. Dude, I bet John of God is pissed. He was like, I could have just did that. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's nuts. Why, so, why didn't he just buy a couple sperm banks and just fill everything up with his own shit? You know, like instead of going on, it's not as right. Fun. Not as fun, I guess. Same yeah. for Epstein, right? Like he could have done the same thing, but he wanted to do the whole dungeon thing. So, well, didn't he actually in successfully impregnate like forty fucking women or some shit like that? Yeah, and I, and honestly, if you look at the situation for how Crowley suggested to do his moonchild, it was out in the middle of the desert, and Epstein has uh man, I can't remember the name of it, Zorro Ranch, which is out in the middle of the freaking desert. It has the big astrological magic sigil out in the back. So I mean, it seems that there's very uh you know, there's conclusive uh suggestive evidence that he might have been running the same sort of updated Crowleyan homunculi ritual. No shit. Yeah, it definitely. And I've seen that pattern coming through in and out and threaded with other things too. Have you seen that movie that Julia and uh, Drew just did a breakdown on um, Drew Missing or Messing? It was, it's called uh, The Ninth Gate and it's got uh, Johnny Depp in it and he's like a book uh, trader. Dealer. I remember seeing it when it came out, but it like, you know, I wasn't paying attention to it like that at the time. Okay, yeah, because I watched that. I remember living in a place where we didn't have TV and shit, and all I had was, like, what I had on DVD, and so I watched that motherfucker, like, over and over again. And so when they were breaking down that movie, it was kind of cool because I knew it very well. But the point I was getting to is, like, the fucking upper people in that shit is definitely, like, how I envision Epstein and Hillary Clinton and all of these people like trying to get this one fucking page out of this one book that like puts all the puzzles together so that they can invoke <laughs> the fucking demon, you know, like that's just how I picture these fuckers. It's, it's too simple. Like it, it's easy to think about it that way, but it would just be too simple for them to just find like the one missing book from the, the dead sea scrolls. And now they can, you know, summon their demon. They've been waiting all this time because it's got the ineffable name of God on it or something. I love those for like movie plots, but uh, it, it seems like it would be unlikely in reality. Like, cause then I would just, I always have this question for people, right? If you believe in summoning demons, for example, do you think that you would have to train yourself magically and have like magical, powers and energy in order to do that or could anyone just go on amazon and order like how to summon a demon for dummies and just get into like page 14 and then bam like a demon shows up or do you already have to be like an evil person and you're already you know like attracting them in some kind of way don't you think it's like a free will choice like it's like uh in the spiritual realm everything's like a free will right so like if you're going to summon a demon, I think everybody has that opportunity. I could be wrong, but like, I think, I think the free will aspect of everything probably allows demons to be summoned wherever, any, anytime there's a vessel ready to summon it. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I've never tried to summon a demon though. Well, there are idiots that have summoned demons and I'm sure that it fucking, it happens, you know, um, and they don't know what the hell that they're doing. And I know you hate this movie, Thomas, but that movie. Oh, God, you're going to sit nefarious, aren't you? <laughs> I am. I don't I am. hate it, bro. I don't hate it. I just <laughs> I just think it's cheesy. It's a bad movie, but it's not it's not that it's not worth watching. Right. You know what I mean? It's just like the acting's kind of bad and makes me cringe a little bit. Is it, good, is it a good plot? I've never seen it. 
It's I, interesting. It's a for a movie that takes place in a single room. It's like an hour and a half long conversation. It's not bad, you know what I mean. But okay. if you put it up next to Terminator, Demolition Man, you know, I mean, I'm dating myself a little bit. But like, <laughs> if you put it up to, I want to say, a real movie, it's it's you know, it's like a lifetime movie for QAnon. <laughs> Dude, I just watched Signs the other night. Oh and yeah, like, I freaking love that movie. I thought that movie was pretty good. I mean, it's kind of the. It's it's good. I I remember watching it in Kansas when I was a kid, and I actually slept on a trampoline by a cornfield after watching it, and I was freaked oh, yeah. out. But like uh, rewatching it again two nights ago, I was like, this actually is a pretty good movie. Um, with the whole alien that. talk and shit, you know, that's going on with Congress. You so, all stand yeah. by this. I like every M Night Shyamalan movie I've ever seen including devil which is the one that where they're trapped in the elevator if you guys haven't seen that one that one is super dope it i'll is? have to go back okay. and watch it i just remember and and this is going to sound contradictive because i just remember hating that movie because it was just in one fucking setting the entire time and i'm like i can't take this right but, and now you're talking about nefarious right the reason why <laughs> The reason why I like Nefarious so much, bro, is because I constantly consume podcasts all the fucking time. And so dialogue is really important to me. And so with that movie, I can like not even look at it and just pay attention to what the fuck is going on. And the reason can I, I say if, if you were to just not watch the movie and listen to it, it might even be better Nefarious because the blinking thing, it's it was too much for me, bro. That's funny because that's Ghost. Like he loves the way that. He oh, I know. He thinks he, he thinks you could get like an Academy Award for that shit. I think it's cheesy as hell. <laughs> what is it? It the, the way he talks. He summons a demon, and you know he's summoning a demon because he starts talking like this and Coming. he keeps blinking his eyes. Ah, you know, he just does it the whole time <laughs> that he's doing it. Okay. I mean, he does it better than me because he was in Boondock Saints, and you know he's got actual chops. That guy's, uh, yeah, yeah, I love that movie, Boondock Saints. My friend, uh, shout out Dusty Sharts, he he told me about it way before it came out, and he went to the theaters right away to watch it. He was ranting and raving about it, but I never got a chance to see it, but I'm going to now. I'm going to have to, for sure. It's a great movie. I love that movie. What's the Midnight Shyamalan movie with, like, the? is it called The Village? Oh, yeah. The Where Village? They're, like, they're, like, in a, a just, like, a, uh, I'll give it away now. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's old, but it's like been out for so long, and there's no such <laughs> okay. spoiler alert at this point. But they're in society, but it seems as if they're in like the 1800s, right? Like they're mm-hmm. in modern yeah. society, though. And they they've have done like, it a few times in other movies okay. too. Always the, the other one. Man, one of my favorites was called The Lady in the Water, and it's very controversial just because. Like a lot of people think it was horrible and boring. I loved it because it's it's like an ensemble story where you got like twelve different stories. They're all developing. Each person is like it's almost like a comic book. You know what I mean? There's one dude that only works out like the right side of his body, so his like right arm is like crazy jacked, and then the left arm is like a tiny little you know like a twig. But it works out because they need someone that's got like a big arm and like a small arm later on, and uh, that's one of my favorite ones, man. What is this? lady in the water they all live in like a condo and there's like a pool and some late like a like a mermaid lady from another realm somehow ends up in the pool and because she came from another realm now these like wolves or werewolves or cryptids start coming out at night because she's attracting like this you know cryptid realm and they got to figure out a way to send her back to the cryptid realm to prevent the werewolves and whatever those are 
from also like kind of jumping into our reality. It's it's a super dope movie, man. I, I love it. It's honestly one of my favorite movies. I'm going to have to check that out. Uh, it, but when you were describing the guy with the big arm and everything, I automatically memed him wearing a Pornhub shirt. <laughs> it was before that, but yeah, I mean, it, it would have made sense. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shamalama Ding Dong made that movie as well? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. I need to check that out. I was, I've always thought that the village was his most um, in your face for a metaphor of what this fucking place is that we're in. Uh, the dome? No. Or what? Just the fact that um, the fact that they just take them away from any type of knowing of what other civilization is whatsoever. And so that is just their life as they know it. And they don't question it because that's just all that they know. Right. And then she goes out to find medicine or some shit and then fucking finds a freeway and is like, what the fuck is this shit? Right. And so I feel like not the dome, but I feel like that is what this is. Like there's so much more than what we're being told. And we're just trapped in this little prison of a piece of it. Have you seen the beach one? I don't know if, if that's the name of it. I can't remember the exact name. Beach. It's like the resort or the beach or it's recent, right? It's it's like I think it's his most recent one. Dude, not I think the, not the, the Leonardo DiCaprio movie. I think, I think uh, it's I, called oh, old. Yeah. It's called old. You guys seen this one? I don't think so. Can I spoil alert this one? This one's the this one's like super conspiracy theory based, in my opinion. So like they got this. <laughs> The, so spoiler alert for the next 30 seconds. I'll try to I'll try to encapsulate all in 30 seconds. So you can just all skip right. forward real quick if you haven't heard this. This looks good. So, so the, the plot of old resolves in that they found this beach that exists in this like outside of our time space continuum or something. So when you go to it, you age at like 10x or 30x the speed. So what they do is they book people that have rare conditions and send them like free tickets. Oh, you want a free resort, whatever. And once they get to this beach, they can't get back out like it, you're stuck there and time is just going like 10x so pharmaceutical companies are giving them drugs to see if it cures their weird little ailments and they don't have to wait an entire lifetime they just got to wait like a day because the dude is just going to like age he's going to go from fucking you know 40 to 90 or 100 over the course of a day so they just have this little beach and that's the whole conspiracy of it so spoiler over <laughs> but it's super i mean it's dope, man. I, I love the concepts. It is cool. It says that rapidly reducing their life, entire lives into a single day. Great. That does seem sick. All right. Old. I'm going to check that out. That tonight. Dude, I honestly can't think of a single one. And I know it's controversial because a lot of people like hate on and it seems like a meme now. Right. But they're always interested, man. It, like every time M. Night Shyamalan movie ends, if you watch it with someone, you're always like, hey, I got something to talk about. What did you think about this? What did you think about this? In my mind, there's nothing better from a creative production than after it's over, people keep talking about it and asking questions about it. That is I don't care art. if it's cheesy. That is good art. I like them. Uh, I'm going to bring up a movie, but I'm looking on Apple right now to try to fucking remember what it was called. Not a movie, but a series. And throughout the week, you were like, what did you guys do this week? Well, I blue pilled the fuck out of myself and watched this stupid space series. What's a blue pill? Blue pill. Is that why you're like, you're going to vote for uh, Biden again or what? (laughs) 
Yeah, like, pretty much. Like it's okay. just uh, something that normal people do. <laughs> you went and put a mask, like an N95 mask on, just like out of nowhere. <laughs> no, no, no. Please shoot me if I ever do that. <laughs> just just put me out of my misery. Be like, Catalyst, you're done. Your, your fight is over. We got you from here. <laughs> What's the um, show called? Man, I can't fucking find it now. Because is it on I, Amazon? Because I think no, I started it's on watching Apple, it. It's on Apple TV. Is it Foundation? It could be. Are they saying it's the new Game of Thrones in space? Because uh, I started no, watching it's that called, series. It's called For All Mankind. Mm, and, okay, so it's fucking dope. Basically, it takes place during the original Apollo missions is when it starts out. And it is what would happen in real life if we actually did fucking go to the moon. <laughs> but in like, then we start like colonizing on the moon and then we like work our way from the moon to like out to Mars and shit, you know? And it's like, and it's like a race. And then all of a sudden, like there's other companies that are making their own space things that aren't even involved with a specific country and shit. And in this specific series, it has people like uh, Warner Von Braun heading up NASA. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, it has everybody, like the real people. But then what happens, it starts out. It starts out. I'm not going to spoil anything because this happens in the very fucking beginning of it. The Russians make it to the moon first. And the Americans were like, what the fuck? we were supposed to go next week. What the fuck are these assholes doing? And so like, that's how it starts off. And it's actually really fucking interesting to the point where I was like, even though I think space is fake and gay, if we were to have gone, this is how it would have went down for real. And it's pretty fucking awesome. Have you guys seen where you at on this drew on, on space? We've been to the moon. Hell no, dude. No, no, no. No, we de- we definitely didn't go to the moon. I'm not necessarily a full on flat earther, but I, c- yeah, man, we did not go to the moon. Like, just take everything that they did during COVID for me, for like a, a guy who's like newly embraced not going to the moon. Everything that they said, you know, the news and like all the propaganda, they just did the same thing for the Cold War in 1960s. That's it. And then they bullshitted it, had a studio in Hollywood did some dumb things, you know what I mean? And, and then filmed it and then put it out there. If you look at the lunar module leaving the moon, it looks like Star Wars and like all those glitters just shoot off of it. The cameraman, what the fuck happens to him? Who knows? And then like calling Nixon from the moon. Hey there, Neil. Like, like, yeah, like dude, I, I drop calls yeah. all the time. Like th- there's no yeah. way we went to the fucking moon. And th- I got to say, dude, like I'm, in, I'm impressed, Drew, because Normally, when someone you know gives me the explanation, like uh, I don't know, I, I roll my eyes a little bit. But dude, that's that's one of the strongest rebuttals to Moon I've heard, and it's not because you even had to cite anything about the Moon. It was just look at how dumb they were for this latest, you know, psyop, and just imagine that they had. I guess like right now, right? People have more resources and more know-how and potentially more intelligence than the government, right? But in the 50s and 60s, it was very lopsided, way more lopsided because, you know, like police departments weren't even talking to each other at that point. So once the Internet came along, it was kind of like game over for trying to pull some of the psyops, obviously not all of them. But yeah, man, I mean, 
<laughs> like, I, I personally, I'm a minority in the cons- Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Spirit community, I think that... The moon landing footage was faked, but I still think that we potentially went to the moon. And I think that space and the moon is real and stuff. I know that puts me, I don't know if that's a minority or not, but I believe that amount of it. But man, if, if you bring up the point of like, look at how this whole thing was a psyop for the last two or three years, you know what I mean? Yeah, man, that's, that's a very convincing argument because you just apply that to almost any other psyop recently. And, you know, if only it was that messy. Exactly. And also, like 9-11, everybody was super patriotic when that happened. And let's go bomb the Muslims, you know, that's how everybody got. And then imagine then Russia versus the United States. And then you're sitting there like my dad in school in sixth grade or whatever, second grade. And they're like, we're going to watch them go to the moon. Like, yeah, man, they just propaganded the shit out of everybody. Like, you're right. I don't think we went to the moon. That's my like, that's my belief. All my friends, I have a friend that works for Louder with Crowder. He's like the main researcher and I have mm-hmm. him on my podcast and he's super geopolitically correct and like knows all his shit about Russia, Ukraine, and then also Taiwan, China. And he is just a true patriot. Like, no, we went to the moon and like, I'm like showing him these videos and everything. And he just, he will not take it in. He won't take it in and it's okay. I kind of think we have to, man. I don't know. <laughs> I feel, I feel like we've been to the moon because we've got the reflector up there. And I mean, maybe that's it. Maybe that's where the, my, What's my the reflector. Stops. I've never heard of this. What's the reflector. So the reflector, apparently from part of the Apollo missions, they, they left like a huge mirror on the moon so that when we come back down to earth, we can shoot a laser at it. And that laser lets us measure distance and like a whole bunch of other, you know, nerdy stuff. But that reflector is you can still like if you've got a powerful enough telescope or a laser, you should be able to theoretically hit it and, you know, measure the reflection and everything. Now, I haven't done that myself because I'm I don't have like the, the high tech gear to do it. But that apparently that's a real thing. But I mean, if you also believe that the sun is local and that planets are just hologram projections, then, you know, of, of course, if you can project a fake moon, you can project a fake mirror on a fake moon. So it, it doesn't hold up against any of those kind of rebuttals. I don't even have to say anything. <laughs> I just let you work it out in your head, and then you come to the conclusion of of like common sense each time. I don't I, think it's holograms, though, man. I don't think it's all holograms. I'm just I'm getting to that argument before someone else interjects with it. I, I like this banter because I have this banner with my my true flat earther friends, and it's not an argument. It's simply you know, and my buddy says it's not a belief to believe it's flat. It's not my belief. It just is, and like. I understand that. <laughs> I, I I get it. You can and say it, but that doesn't make that true just by putting those words together. My, I mean, my belief is I don't know yet. I'm not married to the ball. I'm not married to flat earth. I'm definitely a, a skeptic when it comes to what I've been taught in school. Uh, and, and just how much propaganda, like ha- how much of history is all from the victors, you know, what is really true. And then going to the moon and all this stuff and wars, it's it's intense and uh to have a clear 
certain answer that it's flat is hard for me, but he does send me videos and I'm sure catalyst knows this and like of, uh, he sends me videos all the time to the point where I don't watch them all. And, uh, but like, there's like a, a river in Africa. Like he sent me one the other day and I was watching it. And I guess this river runs for 300 miles and mm. I forget how the river goes, but he, it basically explains that the river would not flow this certain way if the ball was round and it makes no sense. I'm sorry that I'm dropping the ball on what the river is, but he does send me some stuff where I do question the crap out of it again. That's why I'm not married to the ball nor married to the flat earth, but I'm definitely open to learn. Either well, they're both going to cheat on you. So you shouldn't fucking marry either one of them <laughs> That's right? True. because here's, here's what it is. Yeah. It, what is it's it? looking more and more like we live in some sort of realm or a created simulated reality type of a situation here. And if that's the case, then any of these things can be true at the same time and coexist with each other all at once. Right. We could live in a simulated hollow flat, realm spinning through whatever the fuck we can imagine that it is if our reality is only projected through this simulation then that is what we're programmed to believe is so right does that make sense or is that just it's, off the it, wall yeah you're basically saying your perspective is your reality am i right exactly yeah because if this is some sort of a program then that is what you are programmed to do right because you look at these people that are still wearing fucking double masks and shit and you got to think like what the fuck malfunctioned in their in their program (laughs) their reality is cnn their reality is what they were fed and i feel bad for those people you see them too callus uh yeah like in california it's very rampant to see masks still I was just at Target to pick up my daughter's pharmacy stuff. And like, there was people with masks still. It's just, and I, I get it. You want to just slap them and be like, come on, man, think for yourself. Come on, dude, just figure it out. I personally am just like, I kind of laugh at it now. I'm just like, but it does piss me off still. It does. There is part of me that kind of gets pissed. I don't know what that is in me. What do you guys think that, what do you think that is catalyst? Like where I'm just like, Oh, just frustration. Uh-huh. I used to get pissed too. And sometimes I still do. And it's only if I have to like associate with them because I don't want to dumb myself down just to have an interaction with somebody that I could give two fucks about having an interaction with in the first place. So that's the reason I will get upset. It's like, if I'm forced into it's like, if I get like uh, I brought this up before probably too much, but um, about a month or two back, I called for an Uber and the motherfucker would not let me in his car because I would not put a mask on. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to put it on. And he's like, he's like, why? And I was like, because I'm not going to fucking lower my standards. Like to be stupid. Like I just went off about what masks are and everything. All you got to say is I've got a breathing condition. And if they push it further than that, then, you know, now they're like doing medical stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, Texas QD. What is up, girl? Hello, hello, gents. Sorry about that. Gotta work stuff. All right, everyone, be on your best behavior now. Everyone, be on your best mm-hmm. behavior. Well, no, now, no, now she, I was gonna say it's two verse two, right? Two no, non-flatterers. She's gonna be able to dish it out more than all of us put together. So, well, well no, I mean, uh, Texas QD, <laughs> are you under the assumption that the Earth is probably flat? Just curious. Honestly, I feel like either way, whether it's round or it's flat, 
none of us are really going to be able to verify until we die anyway. Or go to space if the space is real. Right, right. So right. but that's my whole point. Unless True. you can actually verify it, you're just arguing. It's no different than in any sort of religious debate. Well, you're not really going to know who really is the top religion because you're all literally just repeating the same things that everyone's repeating all at once anyway. So to ever, to each their own, whoever wants to believe what they want to believe, cool. I just think it's stupid to constantly go back and forth about some shit that no one can verify anyway. There's no argument here. Provable. We're just... It's provable. It's a hundred percent provable. Not right, like not right now in this, you know, this uh, podcast. But if the if the Earth were flat or round, all you would have to do is just go in one direction straight and not have anyone stop you once you got to, you know, the Arctic Wall or or whatever. Because and to me, this is like this is my favorite aspect of flat Earth. Mm -hmm. I'll just jump right to it instead of like a long winded version. But it's infinite land, right? Because Mm -hmm. if we're on a ball. That would explain why you could just like drive or fly or, you know, sail in one direction and then eventually end up back where you started. Because if it's on a sphere, that explains how that would operate. If it's not a sphere anymore and it is flat, then that means that either we're always being redirected and like, you know, this big circle yeah, like the arctic wall holds us out. But, but okay, so if that is the case, then then what is outside that wall? It's either an edge or it's mm-hmm. infinite land. And if it's if it's not either of those things, then it just wraps back around itself in some sort of like a um, like a like a geometric, you know, sort of ribbon, like one of those infinite. I can't remember the name of it right now, like a Gordian knot or something. But if it's not one of those things, like the sphere actually explains a logical reason why that would operate. But the other thing, and this is where I get fascinated, right? So if someone is all in on flat Earth. Mm-hmm. Let's say you get beyond the Arctic wall. I've seen the maps and the four corners. Mm-hmm. One of them's like the infinite sea and one's like the infinite desert. Like to me, that's way more mind blowing that there could possibly be infinite land, like infinite material, physical matter, molecules just forever and ever and ever. How is that any more or less logical than infinite space that goes on forever? It's not. Well, it's, the same, it's the same logical debate same either logic. way. It's just the same logic. Either way, it's infinite. Whether you have infinite land, you have infinite dimensions and infinite universe space, you're, we're not, we're, no one's arguing that it stops, right? No matter where you want to go with it, with saying that there's infinite land behind that wall or it may be like some Stargate shit and it may be like you're going into like a different portal. You know, you don't know, but no one's arguing that it just stops. That's I'm sure some people theme. are. No there's got to be at least one person out there that thinks that there's just like an edge. I love this. I've never heard heard QD talk about this kind of stuff before every, because uh, and I'll let you introduce yourself too, so that people know, but like Mm -hmm. everything you talk about is really like uh, to get the people motivated and uh, driven. Yeah. And united and shit like that. Like you're more politically driven to unite the people to fucking take over and, fuck these people. But um, I never really heard you get into anything flat earth or other like weird, weird woo woo conspiracies that I like. Can we get into dinosaurs? Do you guys believe in dinosaurs? (laughs) Think that it's, I don't necessarily think that it's completely centered on politics. It's for me. I just think a lot of it's common sense. A lot of the things that I talk about or any type of content that I do I don't have a problem talking to different types of people. That's perfectly fine. I mean, we're all talking right now, and I don't I don't think I probably have much in common with any of you except for Gatalist, that he's my friend. But 
I have no problem having these types of open discussions. And for me, the things that I talk about on my platform, I think should just be common sense, should be common knowledge. So, you know, you should want to research the things that are in your food. You should want to know what your local government is doing. You should want to know if those people that you idolize so much, what type of skeletons do they have in their closet if they have to virtue signal so fucking hard? I feel like those are common knowledge type things. Touche. But they're not. And that's the fucking sad thing about it. Common knowledge is not common anymore. Well, it's because a lot of people, believe it or not, I think some of them, they're afraid to really think past that scope. Because how many people do you know that as soon as you bring up a certain topic, they just want to divert back to something else? Because either they have no real independent thought of their own, and they realize that, and that scares them, and it kind of disgusts them on some level. So they have to revert back to any sort of you know, shallow meaningless type of conversation because at least they know that's what they're comfortable with. Yeah. I've noticed this guy that I work with, he, ever since he realized that I don't think that we went to the moon, he's <laughs> been, he's been prodding at me. And like, I really don't want to get into these kind of conversations with people at work. And, uh, right. and so I could tell that he, he'll like start talking about something. Cause he knows that if he continues long enough that I can't keep my fucking mouth shut. And I'll and I'll end up just blurting out like a bunch of I just like obscenities. <laughs> yes, I will just hold back, hold back until I can't. And it was like, yeah, but did you know that he owned a fucking mansion and this? And then he was like trafficking the blah 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 blah, 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 blah or you know something. But I'll also like throw like uh, I forget what it was, but I threw like a CIA thing at him, and he shut down and he turned around and walked away. Mm-hmm. And I was like. Well, what the fuck, dude? Like, <laughs> I thought we were going to talk. What happened? It's, it's not fun anymore. <laughs> it's not. And, but again, it just goes back to some people are very uncomfortable with the fact that sometimes they cannot defend a certain stance that they have on something with actual fact. It's pure emotion. And for me, I have no problem. You believe whatever the hell you want to believe in. Cool. You know, if you want to, you know, strip down naked, tar and feather yourself and go streaking, I don't give a damn. Just as long as you're not doing that shit in front of kids. But but if give me a call because I want to watch. <laughs> right. But if you cannot defend your stance on facts or at least one logical point as to why you don't believe in that type of thing or that way of living or whatever it is, then it's really hard to take someone seriously. And I think that's probably where we're at right now, right? We see so many people that we have lost respect for because some of them, they just can't defend themselves. They can't defend their stance on anything. And it becomes so obvious with every single day that goes by with, you know, whatever psyop is thrown at you, whether it's, you know, crazy ass weather over here or whether it's, oh, there's COVID strain over here or whatever the case is. This is making people extremely uncomfortable. So they either have to try to make you uncomfortable and make you second guess yourself. But little do they know that if you're at the stance that you are and if you are at any way, shape or form, you question a lot of things that a lot of people don't even think about, then they're not going to be able to shake you on something because you've already committed to this for so long. And it was even hard for you to come to the realization for some things that you had. Because I'm, I'm sure that we've all stumbled on, you know, upon some information or found out some little tidbit where we're just like, fuck. Like, it, it yeah. stays with you for a while. So if somebody thinks that they're going to be able to, you know, uproot you from that way of thinking, you're like, nah, man, like, there's, there's no way. I can't unsee what has been seen, you know, just like 2020. I will never, I will never forget how people were acting a fucking fool over toilet paper. Never. Right. I will never forget that shit. I will well, never forget. I, <laughs> I've hung, I've hung on to some things that I, 
I think you might still even hang on to. And mm-hmm. that's the validity of Trump. That is the validity of Q. Like I held on to that train to the point to where I like my souls like wore the fuck out because I was holding on as long as I could. And as soon as my shoes came off, I was like, fuck it. Like <laughs> we're, we're on our own. Nobody's coming to save us. At well, this no point. one was coming to save you regardless. It's it's always been like that. You're, you're supposed to save yourself. And I think that's probably a hard way to come around to thinking because you think, oh, you know, it'll it'll be okay. You know, someone, no, just like there is nowhere else. America falls. That's it. There is nowhere else to go. (laughs) I think it's freeing when you hit that mindset too, because then you don't worry about everything else. You know that you're going to take care of your family. You know, you're going to take care of yourself. And like, that's where I'm at now because I was tripping. I just had a baby in 2021 and, uh, it was January 2021, and I was freaking out because, like, by January what? <clears throat> 21st, one twenty one twenty one. Capricorn, uh, Aquarius. Just missed the mark. Because I'm I'm Aquarius. I'm January 30th. She she looks like me. It's crazy. It's 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 awesome. But uh, but thank you. No, I I love being the dad and all that. But like, I was tripping whenever I was going to have to go to the. I don't know. I was just tripping. I was I, I was letting. The vaccines get to me. I was letting like I didn't get it clearly, but like I'm in Southern California, so like uh, it was just intense. And um, yeah, and then after that, <clears throat> a lot of re- people in Southern California are intense right now. Yeah, I know. I love when you say that, <laughs> dude. Very <laughs> nice. Yeah. Very nice. You did that, that on my podcast one. that one time too. Touche. <laughs> uh, good. But yeah, no, I I realized, Nodger, you gotta save yourself, man. You gotta do this on your own, and you gotta take care of your family. It doesn't matter if Trump's in office. It doesn't matter if Biden's in office. The propaganda machine will constantly run. Uh, these people will somehow constantly stay in power. And I wish that they w- like would. I wish good moral men and women would run the country, but I just don't see it happening with anybody. But maybe that's the black pill in me. It's, well, it's. Funny that Texas QD really quick said that it was like the toilet paper thing that showed you the light because uh, I am, I'm in Florida, right? And I go through that at least once or twice a year when hurricane season hits because anyone that, you know, hasn't lived here long enough to do like the preparations and stuff, the same stuff happens like every single year and it's with every bottled season, water and toilet season. paper. And yeah, we, we see it every year. Like I haven't not seen it for like a decade straight already bottle water everything you know but it was it was weird seeing the entire country go through that exact thing mm-hmm. it was absolutely ridiculous i feel like that was a really strong bonding moment for all you know a lot of us that have common sense we were just like these motherfuckers are really stealing all the goddamn charmin like what the? <laughs> fuck? What it was the a traumatic programming dude that the, the i really do believe this part if, if you want to get on woo-woo conspiracies i feel that the government intentionally uses uh, trauma-based programming on the entire population at least once every 10 years. So oh, they have to you got, I mean, it's them. probably more than that, but I mean, the real obvious ones, you know, the, those are the nine 11s and the Oklahoma yeah. cities and the JFKs and the, you know, like the most recent, you know, the, the, the bat soup one. The I think those recent, ones are like orchestrated. Like you got to look at your watch nowadays. Like, was it 20 minutes ago? We probably just had the most recent one. I mean, <laughs> look at these fires that's happening. We had COVID. Then we had, uh, I mean, after COVID, we had fucking the summer of love. Then we had fucking. Riot. Oh, dude, I, for- I already forgot. 
forgot about that. That one was Monkey. that one was kind of fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, maybe because it didn't target my particular demographic, but like that yeah, was a fun be, one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's like a, a hundred things in between there. Government says there's aliens. Now we Remember have direct- Zika. Remember now when everyone have- was going to have alien babies with the big heads because of the Zika virus? Oh uh, man. So now we have direct energy weapons hitting Maui so that rich motherfuckers can get the property that they want. You know, I saw that shit and I said, what in the fucking Mars attacks is this shit? What is this? It's fucked though, dude. It sucks because there's a lot of people that are fucking dead. And I, and before I moved to Tennessee, it was like Tennessee or Maui. And I chose Tennessee because I was like, fuck that. If anything happens, I don't want to be stuck on a goddamn yep. island. Right. Yep. It's quite the yep. spectrum. <laughs> yeah, it is. is. I know. I don't know anybody. Dude, that Tennessee or Maui. <laughs> fucking, yeah, right. Hawaii or fucking Tennessee. Wow. Two polar ass opposites. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I'm not, hey, I'm not, whatever happened to yeah, them was absolutely fucking atrocious. But to me, it's the whole setup of, of all this shit is just. It's sad, but it's comical at the same time because it follows the same, the same narrative. It follows yeah. the same type of timeline. It's all the same shit. You're just recycling different things. That's it. So right now, think about it. You're currently living in about maybe five apocalypses at once. Okay, you've got like the sex trafficking apocalypse. You've got the religious spiritual shit they got going on over there. You've got the LGBT LMNOP with the kids. Uh, you've got what the, the COVID shit, and then you got all the natural disasters. So you've got five of those at once. And COVID also can be linked to you know the any sort of like government overreach. You can throw in any sort of election fraud. All that shit can be tied to COVID because that was the main start of that shit. Well, I so, think it can all be tied to the spiritual warfare. Honestly, it's all balled up into that one thing because whether you believe what no, it doesn't matter what us as people believe these motherfucking psychopaths that are running the world, they are satanic motherfuckers and they're all occultic pieces of shit. And they truly believe in these demonic things that they're doing to usher in the end of the end times. Do you think well, that? But that's completely? the thing though. The, yes. That right there, the, the end time thing. Again, that's not even anything new either. Like this is all the same shit. Like you're just, it's a whole repeat. If you look at the Bible, like just as an example, if you look at that, and how they reference certain things. It's meant to be read like the Odyssey, like an allegory. Think about how many people probably wrote that. They're all they're all making handwritten accounts of what they witnessed at that time frame. Or what and they how were there's so many about. different locations, <laughs> how they cross over. It's it's no different than how you're watching any movie from the Marvel verse. It somehow ties into each different thing and then it all just reroutes back. So everything that you're seeing Wait a minute. Are you saying that the Marvel verse is fucking ripping off the Bible? How dare you? Yeah, probably. I mean, no, they definitely are. Every every movie in existence basically is. Yes. So, but that's the main key that's just telling you about all these handwritten accounts. So, if you're looking at it from a point of perspective, if, you know, let's say the flood of Noah in Mesopotamia, which is now Iran, uh, Syria, and I believe Iraq and Turkey. So when they said that the flood came and it wiped out the world, well, if all you saw and all you knew was Mesopotamia, that would be your world, right? Yeah. Okay. If you knew yeah. nothing else, right. if you knew yeah. nothing else, that would be your world, right? Going back to that Shyamalan movie, The Village, right, exactly. Right. So if that's all you knew, then you're thinking, okay, well, the world is gone. And all I have is what's on this ship. 
But then how do you go forth and how do you multiply if it's just you, your wife, and your three boys and one wife that he has? Well, how do you go forth and multiply when it's just two people to begin with? Yeah. So I believe that how it's written, being that these are the first two people, that may have been just a glimpse of how those two people lived. Maybe they weren't the first two people in the world. Or if it, if you even want to go further and say, okay, well, let's say that the God that created everything, let's say that, you know, he's this obviously superior type being from another world. Well, then would it be crazy to think that he did make two people, his prototypes, and then he just made multiples like that. But that was how you had to start. You had to start with one idea. Well, yeah, I totally can get down with that because I feel like there's only a certain amount of of like templates for people. Mm -hmm. And that's why you see so many doppelgangers. And it doesn't matter what city you're in. You look around and you're like you can categorize certain people by by certain templates, you know, like there's just that person. It's like you go to a a new school or a new job or something. You're like, oh, there's the funny fat guy, you know, like. (laughs) But yeah, no, if you really think about it from a matter of perspective (laughs) and how things were written back then, because if we're going to be honest about it, people that wrote the Bible, they were extremely intelligent. We have devolved from how it used to be and how intelligent people used to be. And at the point how they read it. I like that argument. And so do you do you say that because the fact that we're being um, we're being suppressed certain knowledge and of certain things? Or do you believe that because um of like the whole ancient civilizations and their technologies being better than ours like as far as like we still can't figure out how they built the pyramids and shit like that well or i mean we can even go as far as in in crazy woo woo and down the rabbit hole as saying tartaria you know Uh i think we're too busy being entertained like to be as smart as those people were like back then when you had nothing but a rock and a stick you probably See, figured some things thing. out. I don't, I don't Maybe. think it was just Maybe that. Not. I don't think it was just that either, though. I think when I say that we regressed, I think there were stupid people back then, too. They just didn't record those stupid people. I think how it is now is how it's always been. You just don't have any point of reference. So whenever we think about 20, 30, 100 years from now, this inter- the internet, the shit is here. It's it's whatever. It's going to be floating around somewhere. You're going to have evidence of every single type of person, any type of soul that walked this earth at a point in time. How would you do that back then if only a certain amount of people could record history? Are you going to record your idiots? Are you going to record your prostitutes? <laughs> no. You're going to record the best of the best, and you're going to make the people that come after you believe that everyone was superior. You know, that just and not amazing. just that, though, but I was going to say that, like, uh, especially in history, they would amalgamate people. So they would take, like, the top 10, you know, Catalyst Joneses of one area and then just be like, like, all the best parts of ca- all those different Catalyst Jones. And now that's the Catalyst Jones. And that's when you get these people that will have, like, a very common name and, and you'll go and try and see their history. And it's like, well, they might have lived in from 500. They might have lived till 700. So just anyone's name that was catalyst jones that said something smart they just kind of smush it all together and say catalyst jones you know figure it out for yourself it could be that i mean that and like if you're suppressing all of this information and all of this knowledge that you have out there we still don't know the long-term effects of having all this information available to you so you have a a computer in like in a mini form in your fucking hand 
And that's what, that's what I forgot. And I was going to say, I got to interrupt you or else I'm going to forget this again. Go ahead. <laughs> so here's the thing is all of our, all of our documented recordings of us right now is what we're doing. And so if some catastrophe were to happen and civilization has to start over again, all of our documentation, well, except for you, Thomas, because you're smart enough to publish your shit uh, on actual <laughs> paper. <laughs> so we're fucked. Like there's been like so much documentation that's been done about, you know, like me, you, QD, Drew, you yourself. But like if everything gets flooded again or some shit like that, like they literally will have to start from scratch other than what isn't destroyed in, in books. And I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I think there's, there's a lot more shit that we just, we just don't know. And I mean, even right now we can speculate all the fuck we want, but the fact still remains. If you look at a lot of these, you know, historical type of religious material, you have to think about it at a point of perspective and how somebody wrote it. They're not writing it for you to read it in a literal sense. They're thinking you're going to be intelligent enough to decipher what the fuck they're saying to you. No different than poetry. Yeah, I don't know. And I don't know how to take it because honestly, I've never sat down and actually read the Bible, even though I've like grown up with the Bible. So I know a lot of it, but I've never, have you never been locked up? (laughs) Oh, I have, bro. I have. Really? You didn't even have a Bible (laughs) then just to like pass the time? Yeah, man. I'm not saying I haven't read it, but I've never read it like front to back.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.